history that's used to sell you food and other garbage. I'm your host, Cam Koenig. And I put the I can in American cheese. I'm Nathan Brandt. And today we're joined by my girlfriend, Audrey, and my girlfriend's girlfriend, Pilnock. Hello, how's it going? Hello. Good. Uh, fine. Yeah, good. Long time Great. listener, third time caller. <laughs> You've been on the show before. We, yeah. uh, we, we're having y'all, y'all gals, y'all gal pals mm-hmm. on the show today to one have a great have a grand old great old great old time gals being pals yeah so uh we are expanding the network of some good shows and we're adding a new show hosted by these lovely two individuals here <laughs> audrey and pilnock um called the mcu Thoughtcast. um if one of you want to kind of take over and give a quick like elevator pitch on that show uh, the basic premise for the show is that I got Spider-Man FOMO and I've never <laughs> seen like up until, you know, recently when we started recording, I hadn't seen any of the MCU movies except for like one. And Pelinok has seen a few of them. Yeah, I got just like oversaturated with superheroes and stopped sure. watching them mm-hmm. probably around the first Avengers movie. Oh, God. Back yeah, in the no kidding. Era. Yeah. Yeah. Fish memory. So anything I have watched, I'm still kind of like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So we're just going through all of the MCU movies and then eventually, theoretically, we will get to the shows that are also part of the MCU. But we're just going through and yeah, and Audrey can finally see Spider-Man. I can finally see Spider-Man in like six months. (laughs) Spider-Man No Way Home, a.k.a. Iron Man 27. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, if you're listening to this episode as this goes live, uh, the first episode of the MCU Thoughtcast will be available on march 7th so make sure you go check that out it's uh it's a super fun listen like genuinely i'm having a really fun time like it's also interesting because like audrey's office and my office are like sort of right next to each other so i am basically hearing the show three times (laughs) but i'm like enjoying it so uh definitely go check that out the iron man yeah Additionally, what's both y'all's favorite fast food item? We've had you both on and you've told us. So if it has changed, let us know. But if it hasn't changed, just go with what your most recent one is. Also, if it has changed or hasn't changed, just say something and we'd believe you that it's new. (laughs) (laughs) I always love but can't get here. So I'll say my out-of-state favorite is Mm -hmm. the beef and cheddar croissant from Portillo's. Oh, shout out. Yeah. That chocolate cake shake. Bitch. God. That, mm. You always think that a croissant is not going to be man enough to hold on to any <laughs> fillings at all. But then you then you get something with like it's bet- so betwixt croissants. Yeah. And it's so fucking good. Dude. I think the best thing about all of the sandwiches at Portillo's, honestly, is that like every single ingredient in that sandwich is just holding on for dear life. Yes. <laughs> you know. Yes. <laughs> I want an increasingly temporal sandwich. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Audrey, what about you? Uh so the unfortunate thing is that mine has changed, but it's because the pandemic 
has made it very hard to hold on to uh, dietary restrictions. Hey. So lately it's like I'm a vegetarian in the streets, but an omnivore in the sheets or whatever. <laughs> uh, and I have been eating Jack in the Box tiny tacos. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. No. They're really good. So you're a raccoon in the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm horrifying in the sheets. <laughs> What a good quote! I am horrifying. That's so fucking funny. I am horrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh my god! Well, speaking of horrifying in the sheets, have y'all ever seen Iron Chef? Oh my god! This is going to be the best episode we've ever done. (laughs) Iron Chef. Uh, is fucking incredible, like full mm-hmm. stop. That's the end of the sentence. And the report. I really do think that it's the best cooking show that has ever and will ever exist. Full stop. Fuck yeah. If you're unfamiliar with Iron Chef, um, first of all, welcome. I'm really happy that you get to hear about this for the first time. Iron Chef is pretty similar like to what you see a lot of cooking shows do now, which is basically two like chefs competing with... Uh, to impress a panel of judges uh, to create a dish that basically features a core ingredient that is determined at the start of the show. So like if you've seen like chopped or like fucking half of the shit in like master chef or stuff like that, it's basically that, you know, it's like, Oh, you need to make a dish, but it features this ingredient and it's entirely just that. Is it always real food? Yes. Okay. Um, No, they want to feed the chefs poison. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Before this recording started, you asked me if I had seen it. And I, I was like, yeah, it has Alton Brown. And you were like, no. Yeah. I was like, but I'm Googling it right now. Mark my words. And I and I will not stutter here. I mean, every fucking syllable that I am about to say, Iron Chef America is dog shit. That is not Iron wow. Chef. You're a Riori no Tetsujin like purist. Then. I am a Riori no Tetsujin purist. <laughs> oh my God. Iron Chef worked because it took itself so unbelievably seriously that you just cannot help but buy into it completely wholeheartedly. The chefs looked like Power Rangers. Yes. <laughs> uh, I have pictures I will be sharing uh, yes. with everybody here. Yes. Um, Nate, I would recommend to stop looking things up here. Okay, okay, Um, okay, okay. (laughs) So the showrunners absolutely know this show is just fucking batshit insane, right? Yes. But, like, that is never, like, communicated. Like, it is sold so well that, like, they know that it is the wildest, stupidest shit in the world, but they sell that thing to their fucking grave. Two of the things that I think that set this show apart from every single other cooking show are the fact that it has a story and like a plot. Chairman Kaga. Chairman Kaga. Chairman Kaga is. You will die if you lose. (laughs) Chairman Kaga is the most super villain looking motherfucker. Is it if you die in the game, you die in real life? Like that kind (laughs) of energy is brought to this. So this is Chairman Kaga. Um, he's basically dressed super oh ornately. Yeah, he's dressed oh. like incredibly ornately. Um, <laughs> Dressing incredibly ornately is the, is definitely yeah. the choice, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Um, he is going to bite into a bell pepper like it's an apple, apparently. Right. He does it every day. And he screams Iron Chef right before he fucking does it. It's the tightest shit of all time. Anyway. 
He eats an, a, a like regular every episode. It's healthy for yeah, you. That's his thing. <laughs> is he just takes a bell pepper that is like super, super crisp, right? And he just like rips into that thing like a fucking apple and just makes eye contact with the camera. And it is the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Dude's rock. <laughs> <laughs> Would you describe it as sensual? I am nodding my head vigorously. Yeah, Nate's very aggressively nodding. It's like a fuck you, I'm better than you kind of level of energy. And that's why it's sexual. Exactly. That is is sexual. It is about power. Chairman Kaga is, I think, one of the coolest characters to be on television, bar none. I didn't really know a whole lot about the guy who plays Chairman Kaga because Chairman Kaga is not a chef at all. (laughs) But that's part of the plot. He's played by, like, one of the most prolific Japanese stage actors of all time, who is named Takeshi Kaga. They just kept his last name for it. But he is not only known for his defining role as the chairman, but he's also performed these roles on stage and screen. Jesus Christ in Jesus Christ Superstar on stage from 1973 to 1979. Whoa. Tony in West Side Story from 1974 to 1979. Jean Valjean in Les Mis from 1987 to 2001. He played Macbeth in 2001. He was Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde from 2001 to 2007. Wow, they couldn't get anybody to play the other guy. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, right? He was Light Yagami's father in the Death Note anime. No! And... Fucking... Stop! And... And, and Nate, Death Note the Musical, he performed it on stage. He was... Death Note the Musical. He was... He's Soichiro Yagami. He was Soichiro Yagami in Death Note. Yeah, yeah. Also, more importantly for me, he's the collector from Pokemon the Movie 2000. Okay! (laughs) Yeah, bitch. This is a lot. Fingers only. Anyway, so he's the coolest motherfucker that's ever lived, right? Yeah. Let me tell you a little bit more about the show itself. The following excerpts I have taken pretty much verbatim from Wikipedia because they are just like so perfect at describing here. The supposed story behind Iron Chef was recounted at the beginning of every single episode. A title card with a quote from famed French food author Jean Anthelme... Yeah, I can't pronounce that. Johnny. Yeah, Johnny first appeared, quote, Tell me what you eat, and I'll tell you what you are. Then it was said that Kaga, quote, realized his dream in a form never seen before, and specifically constructed a cooking arena called the Kitchen Stadium inside his castle. There, visiting chefs from around the world would compete against his gourmet academy, led by his three, later four, iron chefs. Chairman Kaga himself was a showpiece, dressed in outlandish examples of men's formal attire. Prince has nothing on this motherfucker. No, literally no. No. The English name Iron Chef comes from the show title itself. Kaga would use this translation of the Japanese title when summoning his chefs at the beginning of the battle. The chairman began most episodes with his signature words taken from Arthur Rimbaud, quote, if memory serves me right, and then started the cooking time with the phrase, 
LA cuisine, which is literally just a French word. And the show had two regular commentators. Kenji Fukui, who narrated the action on the floor, and Yukio Hitori, a food scholar and founder of the Hitori Nutrition College. A floor reporter, Shinchiro Ota, reported to Fukui on what the challengers and Iron Chefs were preparing, their strategy, and their comments, breaking Fukui's train of commentary with a polite Fukui-san. Yes! Oh my god! Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That phrase is just burned into my memory. Yeah. Just... (laughs) Yeah. One or two guest commentators who also served as judges also made frequent appearances. One of them was Jackie Chan. Um, Fuck yeah, dude. The commentary covered ingredients, history of the contenders, and other background information to give viewers context for what was happening in the kitchen. Literally just think about the most absolute extra bullshit. You take a look at this and I'm going to make you all watch a little bit of an episode with me here at some point um, because I do have one pulled up. It felt like you were walking in on something that was the most important thing happening on planet Earth at that given moment. Yeah. Like like when you like in, in Eyes Wide Shut, when Tom Cruise walks into the orgy where everybody's wearing masks and he's like, OK, that was exactly the vibe of yeah. tuning in to Iron Chef on accident when I was like fucking six years old or whatever. Just being like, I feel I feel like. I feel like they're doing important. I feel like this is deciding the fate of something. <laughs> That's absolutely the energy. Someone's yeah. gonna die. <laughs> yeah, so you will be eaten at the end of it by Chairman Gaga. Yes. Yes. You are next week's ingredient. Oh my yes. god. <laughs> the special ingredient is Robert. <laughs> So I also found an excerpt uh, that was written on a blog by, uh, I think, student at the time, uh, Richard Zhu Austin, speaking to the legend of the Iron Chefs themselves. The Iron Chefs themselves were legendary. Each represented a mastery in a different cuisine. Um, All of their like the different colors of the Iron Chefs. Let me share another picture with you here really quickly. These are the Iron Chefs and uh, Chairman Kage in the front down there looking like just the like the sickest drum major of all time. Yeah, happy pride. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was Iron Chef Hiroyuki Sakai, pair in hand each episode with his red garb, was known as the, quote, Delacroix of French cuisine. Rokusaburo Michiba was the oldest of the Iron Chefs. He specialized in Japanese cuisine, and his signature dish was the almighty broth of vigor. Is this just Sailor Moon for dudes? Yeah. <laughs> it's... I'm so happy right now. Dudes rock. I cannot begin to explain to you how fucking incredible the original Iron Chef is. Like they each have a different monochromatic. Yes. Power Rangers, I yes. told you, dude. They they are standing up there like a fucking pride flag. They all have their special mm-hmm. powers. They I'm all have obsessed. their special powers. No, yeah. Knock. One of them is holding a pear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's super powerful with it, okay? Iron Chef Italy literally is just, like, dressed in, like, garb that looks like the Italian flag, and he's holding a tomato with just, like, the sickest expression of all time. Like, that dude is going to fucking kill you. They just all have their own distinct food that they bite into at the beginning of the episode or something? Well, one of them you said was broth. How do you, do you shotgun it? it's real messy so it'll it'll make more sense once we show the clip and like people listening at home obviously this is an audio program just go on youtube just watch any just watch the first like 10 minutes of any episode of iron chef original that you can find on youtube you will not be disappointed um 
there was also Iron Chef Chen Kenichi, who was the Sichuan sage, forever in his golden costume, brandishing a butcher knife, a master of Chinese cuisine and known for somehow making chili prawns every single fucking challenge. Um, (laughs) The level of cult status this show has is fucking unreal. Um, There is, uh, I found a website called uh, Iron Chef DB or the Iron Chef database that literally just like has database and information on every single episode of Iron Chef original um including like a list of judges and you can also see like oh hey cool this person was on iron chef do they have a restaurant near me that i can go visit kind of a thing that's sick um all of the episode titles um were uh when translated into english were just battle and then the name of the ingredient (laughs) so there is battle salmon battle puffer fish battle banana like just like stuff like that and it's so good (laughs) um battle potato there is audrey there is battle noodle which is our cat which is just noodle that's just noodle she's not ready for battle yes she is she picks enough fights well she better be because battle noodle takes place on december 2nd 1994 noodle are you older than me (laughs) only 90s kids will remember legally you have to tell us uh what year was this made uh, like late 90s, early 90s. Okay. So this is how every single episode starts. Look at that shit. The dub for this show is also actually very good. And full stop, there's a dub. <laughs> yeah. Do you watch Iron Chef <laughs> subbed or dubbed? He put that whole pastry in his mouth? Yes, he will, baby. Baby. Relatable. Look at how the chefs enter the arena. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're just standing in front of portraits of themselves yes yeah there he is with that fucking pair this is so dramatic yeah this is the most intimidating place to cook fuck yeah yeah so this show in japan was so fucking big people who won this show were a big fucking deal unlike the winners of american idol who like won in every seven season right this is so fucking over the top it's incredible this absolutely is literally just what if cooking was Soul Calibur, and that's why I love it so much. <laughs> Nightmare. Can we just cancel the rest of this recording and watch yeah, this instead? Can we watch this? So I literally say in my notes a little bit later, the hardest part of this was not finding the information, but not just watching a shitload of Iron Chef. <laughs> is this just a thing that I can stream somewhere? There's episodes on YouTube. It's on, I looked, it's on Peacock. Is it Iron Chef original on Peacock? I googled for I oh fuck oh it might be Iron Chef America. Iron Chef America is as I say in my notes, uh, it fucking sucks, stinky hot doo doo garbage. So there's a really really good video that's been going around on Twitter for the past couple of weeks of every single Iron Chef original uh, ingredient introduction. Oh okay. Um, it's just absurd. This motherfucker just screams cabbage once. Cabbage. <laughs> And it's the tightest (laughs) shit of all time. Like, full stop. Nobody ever gets that excited about cabbage. I'm sorry. I was vegan and I didn't. Nobody does. Yeah. No, no, Um, no, no, no. So, yeah, Iron Chef works because it was fucking ridiculous, but they just play it so seriously. But there's also just, like, an underlying thing of, like, they give a fuck about the art of cooking. Like, so much it's just set dressing the other stuff they spend yeah and they spend so much time like going into 
what like people have done in their past, like all the challengers and stuff and like uh, who their like mentors and everything are. And they spend a lot of time like uplifting everybody, like everybody yeah. who like still is on Iron Chef, like you had to have fucking made it at some point. And they like did a really good job of like weirdly making a lot of like chefs kind of like celebrities in a really weird way. Um, Iron Chef America is uh, fucking bad. Um, I don't like it at all. Um, if you like it, cool. I'm happy for you. Down with Bobby Flay. I will say, though, Bobby Flay was on uh, two episodes of Iron Chef Original. And I remember watching those at the time. And I really do feel like they were like at the time. That was the most monumental television event I have ever seen in my life. That felt like such <laughs> a huge fucking deal. I was fully in on Iron Chef as a kid, y'all. <laughs> like, I just like stumbled across a rerun on Food Network with this dub on my grandma's TV and just could not quit watching it. Like, I remember that being like a prime time, like in the United States yeah. viewing thing. And like me and my family just like were fucking glued to the TV <laughs> for that shit. It was so fucking good. Um, Spectacular. But Iron Chef America sucks. Um, and I really do think just from like watching a few episodes of it, like over the years, like they like try to do the thing that Iron Chef does, but there's like, it just feels very hollow to me. Like it's very like, there's no like real reverence for it. It feels very much like this was successful. We're just going to do this thing. Yeah. But they like just try to be ridiculous and over the top. But like, I think that works because they sold it so well. And Iron Chef America like tries to play into how silly it is. Like you hear the studio audience a lot more too, which I think kind of sucks. Like, like the original is camp and the American is corporate. Exactly. <laughs> if you want okay. something, not even Alton Brown can save that piece of fucking garbage. If you want something that has the same like flavor as Iron Chef, like <laughs> I'd say that Cutthroat Kitchen is is pretty similar. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is like, I feel like that's the closest we've got, mostly because Alton Brown just gets to live out his kinks in there. Yeah, he just gets he just that gets to be right. goddamn insane. And it's and it's a joy to watch. Yeah, um, he gets to put professional chefs in spreader bars and shit. Yeah, like excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Cutthroat Kitchen's <laughs> fucked, dude. Um, damn. OK, you're free. Alton Brown to fuck like Iron Iron Chef is <laughs> like has the energy of you defeating a lord in a castle and you just become like spirited, friendly rivals throughout the rest of time. And Cutthroat Kitchen has the energy of mad scientists on an island wanting to end the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Dr. Moreau shit of hundred percent. Um, These both sound great. But yeah, like I uh, that's kind of really all I had to talk about. I just really wanted to talk about Iron Chef for a while because that show I've been waiting for this one is incredible. Like. I promise you, like, as much as I am gushing about this show, like, I feel like I am nowhere near enough giving it, like, the proper credit it deserves for being the tightest shit of all time. So just go watch it. Watch an episode and you will understand Cam 10% more. <laughs> yeah. Like, I... It is on Peacock for free. Oh! For real. The original. Bitch. So there you go. Yeah. Bitch. Ooh, Did not know that. Seven, all 180 episodes for free. You do need to make an account, but... Fine. Whatever. Yeah. You're telling me they pee in that cock? Usually. It's where it's stored. That's Iron Chef. It's incredible. Um, it uh there's like a Netflix is doing another American adaptation about it, like at some point this year. I I don't fucking care. Like it's not gonna be good. I can just tell because, you know, like 
it, it, they, they clearly are just like, yeah, it's a follow up to Iron Chef America and the two spinoffs that did that. And I'm like, I don't I fucking hate this shit. So, bro, <laughs> Chairman Kaga is so sexy. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> He is. He's. He's. He's literally like. There's just him going lamb. Yeah. <laughs> he is so psyched at all times. Like having a stage actor play that role is the most brilliant thing they could have ever done because, yes. like, they really in that show just lean into the fact that like the chairman is this really fucking rich dude who has this fucking secret underground like chef gauntlet essentially because he wants to taste and create the greatest dishes that have ever been made by humanity <laughs> so fucking good <sighs> i want to take a bite out of a green bell pepper right now yeah <laughs> why green because it's better than the yellow ones oh big disagree same i think the red ones are the best i mean i like the yellow ones i have this like thing of bread just bite out of this bread Oh, yeah, that noise came through real nice. It actually did. It was a nice crunch. Anyway, <laughs> we'll be right back. Patreon shoutouts for this week include Emily Lyon, Effin Science Man, Jet Set Spy, Pilnock, whoever that is, Nancy Konak, Nene12715, Robert Fortner, Ruben Castillo, Spence, Stephen Mayfield, and Dion Thomas. Thank you so much. All right, we're back. I have finished my bread. Uh, Nate. It's your turn. Uh, in the chat, in the group chat entitled Some Good Hose uh, with all four of us, I did say that I feel like this report did me. Good. <laughs> and you'll, you got, uh, maybe, maybe the brain poison will, will seep into you guys <laughs> at the end of this. I am fucking losing my mind. The one time I started a report with that was the Subman bullshit. So no. yeah. where's this no. going? I hope it goes nowhere yeah. near this phone one, calls. I, sh I wouldn't dare. Um, <laughs> I fucking so would. yes, that is actually the title of my report today. I'm fucking losing my mind. This show has numbed me to most forms of advertising and just like the concept of mm -hmm. products in general. I, I still really don't like to be advertised to, but I think that doing this show has made me kind of appreciate the like the, the art of the sale yeah. and the product and the, the machinations. It's fun to think about. Like, I'll just like I, I am definitely looking at commercials in a different light now. Exactly. So I was I've been numbed to products and stuff. That is until I really, really started to research today's topic. And as previously stated, I feel like I'm fucking losing my mind. Sometimes a purveyor of products is so goddamn ridiculous, so bold faced in its audaciously useless products, almost challenging your intelligence by its mere existence. And honestly, I feel like I've been gaslit into somehow thinking that these products are anything at all. So full disclosure, I wanted to have a big, important episode with y'all to promote the new show that we're all very excited about. So I chose today's topic, which we were saving for a rainy day, and I didn't even make the connection that it was started by Pepper Potts herself. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> The, un the, the unenviable love interest of Bob Jr. and the Iron Man films featuring Elon Musk and ACDC. Yes, indeed, it is time oh, that we talk about goop. goop. Oh, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. And then I was, as I started research last night, I was like, 
Yeah. Gwyneth. <laughs> I feel like we've made, I think we've made goop jokes in both of our Iron Man episodes. You so have. Far. Yeah. 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 You can't not talk about it. No, how am I supposed to look at Gwyneth Paltrow and think about anything else, like, other than what her vagina smells like as a candle? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry! Spoiling the report! (laughs) Um, So, I thought this would be easy. I thought this would be a slam dunk. I thought this would be a simple information-based story about the brand that sells weird sex toys for ladies. Or, in other words, I thought this would be broad strokes about broad strokes. Um, <laughs> nice. Oh, good. Well done. So a rundown in history. Basically, the vibe on Goop. Goop is the crystal store for people with good credit. <laughs> it is. It is the. It is the hippie store for like extremely rich, like stay-at-home moms that are very, very, very bored. Is what I feel like it yeah. is. Yeah. Yoga moms on the verge of like Facebook anti-vax yes. groups. <laughs> Anesthesiologist husband things like you know what I mean like like their their <laughs> whole house is windows somehow <laughs> like that's the vibe. Yeah. Fuck. I feel like I know every single thing about this hypothetical exactly. person already. So goop uh, stylized as all lowercase goop, which I hate. Fuck mm. that. No. It is. A, yeah. It is a wellness and lifestyle brand. Uh, This is from Wikipedia, by the way. Uh, Launched in September 2008, Goop started out as a weekly email newsletter. I just can't laugh. I can't not laugh and say Goop. (laughs) Wait, 2008? Yeah. Mere months after Iron Man came out. Yeah. Iron Man and Goop Woman. (laughs) 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 Goop gal. Um, so it it did a bunch of like new age advice such as like police your thoughts and eliminate white foods which like yeah i guess so there's like not enough seasoning on yeah yeah but i love onions (laughs) you know and the slogan nourish the inner aspect I just thought you were going to stop it and nourish the inner ass. Same. Yeah. I was hoping. Nourish the inner aspect sounds like something I would read in like a dead letter in control. Yes. 100%. Like that is, yeah. if that wasn't a horror movie, I would probably just like put it down and walk away. Goop Goop is the name of a horror movie, I bet. Um, <laughs> so like they've, they've expanded the brand and they're doing e-commerce. They're collaborating with brands and doing pop-up shops and whatever. They're holding a wellness summit. They have a print magazine, a podcast, which I dare not listen to. Jesus. I don't want goop in my ears. No. (laughs) That's what this podcast network is for. Um, Yeah. Q-tips. That's our new slogan, goop for your ears. (laughs) Uh, And they also have a docu-series for Netflix called Sex, Love, and Goop. I wish I was never born. Yeah. (laughs) Are you kidding? Nope. No, it's bad. I have seen some, like... YouTube commentary, people talk about oh it. It's God. worse than you think. It's an infomercial. It looks pretty messed up. Like there's like sex therapy and shit in there. It's weird. Yeah, you're you're naked and you're laying down and you're holding hands and Gwyneth Paltrow is there and <laughs> like she studies you or something. I don't know. Wouldn't have it any other way. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only way I can. <laughs> I can't finish unless Gwyneth's there. Yeah. <laughs> Like to Chanting. like to like to pepper pots if you know what I mean. Uh, just like that one scene in Midsummer, it's not important. Never mind. <laughs> There's just as much screaming and crying. Yeah. Um, so Goop has faced criticism for marketing products and treatments that are harmful, described as snake oil based on pseudoscience, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. lack efficacy. 
Additionally, California officials from the Consumer Protection Office have sued Goop over accusations of false advertising, asserting that Goop has made unfounded health claims about a variety of products sold on its website. Yeah. Uh, Goop agreed to settle the lawsuit out of court, and class of action lawsuits have been brought against Goop for unsafe products. Goop was founded in Paltrow's home in London, beginning as a newsletter in 2008, as I said. Uh, with an editor's note in each email from Paltrow offering insight into her daily life. I wish this had not crossed the pond. Like, I wish yeah. that I could be laughing at this from the safe distance of across an ocean. Goop is coming for you. Ugh. So, according to Paltrow, the company's name came from uh, partner Peter Peter Peter. No, usually I leave misspeaks out when I do the edit, but that one's staying. That one's staying. Um, so Peter fucking told her <laughs> that uh, successful internet companies usually have double O's in their name. Yeah, like Yahoo. <laughs> like literally just Yahoo and Google? Google and A double Facebook, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> AT&T. My, my favorite, uh, my favorite internet website, Tumblr.com. <laughs> Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> and she wanted it to be a word that means nothing and could mean anything. Fucking, this is how I know that somebody is rich. They don't know what goop is. Yeah. Goop's already a word, yeah. sweetie. Yeah. This is somebody that does not do their dishes, because if you did your dishes, you would know what goop is. Yeah. Do you know what has no meaning and every meaning at the same time? Literally every word. Yeah. Yeah. But goop, I like, ex like, I think it's Gwyneth Paltrow and two O's in the middle. Um, oh my God. That's somehow that makes worse. it more painful yeah. that she didn't. Yeah. Mm -mm. <laughs> Sweetie. In 2014, Goop hired Oxygen Media founder and former CEO of Martha Stewart Living, Omni Media. So that's that's who they have running the ship is somebody that formerly worked at Oxygen Media and was the CEO of Martha Stewart Living, Omni Media, which mm. sidebar. That's so ominous. Living Omni Media. Like if you say those words with the yeah, wrong emphasis, yeah. like Martha Stewart's yeah. Living Omni Media. <laughs> That's somehow the most dystopian thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, from 2014 onwards, Goop's wellness content became increasingly radical uh, and not in like the cool way to the point where doctors would begin <laughs> to call it pseudoscience and media outlets would describe Goop's content as no longer ludicrous. No, now it's dangerous, <laughs> which is a quote. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Good. In 2016, Goop moved its headquarters to Santa Monica, California from New York. Oh, yeah. Love Everclear. Oh. The Santa Monica location was previously like an industrial level chicken coop. That was like uh, some sort of fucking like chicken pen panopticon or something. And now they've now it's their <laughs> oh thing. God. They uh, moved to this chicken coop. Right. So in other words. Goop scooped a new coop to recoup their troop to improve how they dupe nincompoops. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Who hurt you? Hey, do one of you two want to be my co-host on the show instead? Get a warrant. <laughs> By 2017, Goop had 90 employees and was attracting criticism, including a lawsuit filed by Truth and Advertising in April 2017. Uh, there was a Jezebel article um, that criticized Goop's marketing and retail strategy. Uh, claiming that the company profits from endless 
illness, meaning like they're not actually fixing anything. Right. Yeah. There's always something like vaguely wrong with you by this crystal. Yeah. yeah. Kind of just like, don't you just feel tired all the time? Yeah. Like, don't you wish yeah. you were happy? And it's like, I am always tired <laughs> and I am never happy. So Yeah, I do, Gwyneth. I have to work more than three days out of the year. I have an Iron Man 2. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to watch you in several movies now, Gwyneth. Yeah. And you don't wear a low back dress in all of them, so. Yeah, just the first one. Thank you, by the way. Just the first one. <laughs> their response to this criticism, they're going to strengthen their, their brand and draw customers closer. To death? Yes. They, 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 uh... They increase their like feminism vibes, but like not real feminism vibes, like white woman feminism uh, vibes. Like girl boss feminism. Yeah, corporate feminism. Traditional Asian medicines, aka uh, just probably some tree bark that you snort or whatever. Like not actual real uh, shit from any from any actual culture that's real. I knew that Marvel had one Asian American actress in ScarJo, <laughs> but I didn't realize that Gwyneth right, profiting right, off yeah. of it also counts her yeah. as an Asian American actress. <laughs> it's diversity, baby. So diverse. Yeah, it's diversity, baby. I want to fucking die. Yeah, I would like to unalive. You, we are not even. Welcome to the show. Um, I hate it here. They also up their anti-establishment politics as well. Paltrow characterizes criticisms as cultural firestorms, which cause an influx of website traffic, stating that she can monetize those eyeballs. Wait, mm. is the goop coming from the eyes? Stop. Is my gal pal Gwen pal getting her products by mm, blotting out the haters? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that's the most white woman, like, word for haters i've ever yeah cultural firestorm that sucks yeah no it does suck too because every time like an article or something about goop goes viral she sold she sells yeah. out of whatever yeah. product she's selling yeah that's like super weird and expensive and dangerous I, I i made a joke there that like oh the goop is coming from the eyes of the haters but like real shit like this is more ridiculous than any dumb shit I could write what I'm about to get to. So oh God. I've talked a little bit about how Goop has drawn ire from critics from their products, but I haven't talked exactly about what their products are. So here's a few examples to set the mood before we play a little game. <laughs> oh, great. Yay. They have a water bottle with a slot for a quartz obelisk to essence your water spiritually. I want to. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Drink metals. <laughs> The, the stone doth not touch the water, though. It's in a little, like, sheath. Because you only get the energy from it. Yeah, bud. I'm going to store drugs Good. in it. Yeah, you can hide your weed in there. And then what you do is you just, like, poke a little hole in there, and then it's just fucking, like, you just have basically, like, marijuana tea bags going into your water, you know? Yeah, that's what CBD oil is. Yeah. Don't, don't actually do that. That's a terrible oh, idea. <laughs> Um, it's it's my water tastes like Christmas. You ever gotten pesto stuck in your teeth? You're gonna get marijuana yeah. stuck in your teeth. It just just sip on the full water. <laughs> the stickiest, ah. ickiest. Um, they also sell a necklace that ha that doubles as a tiny vibrator. Dog, <gasps> just buy something from Bad Dragon like the rest of us and stop having a dildo holster around your neck. <laughs> on your just on your neck. It was a it's a necklace that had like a little like. Charm. Yeah, almost like you have a flash drive. I mean, like, uh, dildo holster for a neck was my nickname in college, so. Okay. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm 
dumping you. No, you're, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> they also sold a $2,000 glitter Ouija board. Uh, that's how much I make in a month, dog. Oh. I hope you get haunted and die. <laughs> I, I unironically do want one, but not hers. <laughs> right, Just like, exactly. Like one that somebody made for five bucks on Etsy or something. It's glitter. Yes. Like it's not even like marble Great. or anything. That sucks. Um, I love it. Some Mod Podge and glitter. Let's so, go. The shift. The shift is a $105 little two inch metal tube that you're supposed to just breathe into and become more mindful. It doesn't whistle or, or go wing or anything. Shut up. Um, designed with ancient wisdom and modern science in mind. The shift is a simple tech free mindfulness tool that we find extraordinarily soothing. It's a bad straw. Yeah. Yeah. Burger King gives me those for free. <laughs> yeah. When you feel a little worked up, just take a deep breath in, bring the mouthpiece to your lips and exhale gently through the narrow tube. Your exhale naturally elongates. And by the fifth or sixth round of breath, your mind settles down too. the shift comes on a necklace length chain. So you can keep of it course. handy under whatever you're wearing. And it's a subtle reminder to stay mindful, even when you're not using it. Hey, Gwen, I got a two inch tube for you to blow into. <laughs> Incredible. I'm sorry. How much did you say this product was? One hundred and five U.S. dollars. Bro, there's like five trumpet mouthpieces in my house. I could just use that for breathing techniques are real. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Demon Slayer. Yes. But if you cared, if you cared about people's wellness or health or whatever, like at all, yeah. you would be teaching them like breathing techniques without also trying to sell them a one hundred and five dollar. Yeah. Tube. YouTube is free, dog. I didn't know straws could be worse than paper straws, but <laughs> yeah. Gwyneth has done it. I would only ever buy that and like exclusively drink like Baja Blast out of it, though. It's this long. Yeah, I didn't fucking stutter. So now that we have kind of the vibe, the the the, the uh, necklace vibe, have, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> We're going to play a couple of games to get the vibe. Not that kind for goop. I'm going to list uh, three things. Uh, one of which is an actual product you can or could have bought from Goop. Uh, and the person with the most points by the end of these games will be crowned Queen of Hamburg lore. No pressure, Cam. Um, <laughs> no pressure, Cam. I can't wait uh, to finally get an award on my show for my show. I want to win so badly, it's not even funny. Audrey's so fucking competitive. Audrey, I don't think you Audrey understand is what really you've competitive, done. and it makes like my favorite thing in the world is just doing something slightly better than her at something. You mentioned one of these, so I'm going to I'm going to give you a, a freebie here and just list out a couple products. Okay. You have to tell me what the fake one is. I'm going to switch it up a little okay. bit. OK, so okay. here's the freebie one. A candle that smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina for seventy five dollars. <gasps> Sorry. A 15 guys, fifteen thousand dollar gold vibrator. I mean, <laughs> and a twenty seven dollar spray bottle of psychic vampire repellent protective mist. Pilnock, what one do you think is the fake one? I don't think that Gwyneth is afraid of vampires. Okay. Cam? That's also my guess, because I think I have seen the like link to that gold dildo, that giant expensive dildo going around. So. I also just want it to be real. <laughs> uh, Audrey, what one do you think is fake? I also think the vampire mist is fake, even though I would like to have some. Prank, they're all real. Yeah. <laughs> no, really. I'm gonna 
to commit goopicide. <laughs> Nate's the queen of Hamburg lore now. No, no, no. I've got, I've got more game. I've got more game. But I was just like listing things out, and I was like, I'm gonna do a fake game. <laughs> where I, where... I love that. That's very good. I want to know more about the vampire mist. It's a. Uh... It's just fucking water and some fucking roots or something. I don't what know. What she claim it does? Like, I am, it, I'm obsessed. It is a protective mist that repels psychic vampires. Pinlock, fucking take the dick out of your ears and pay attention. <laughs> Never. What happens is you throw it on the ground and it, like, sets fire in an area <laughs> of effect. And it's really, like, pretty good for, like, boxing out, like, some of the bosses that you end up fighting. Yeah, um, good dots damage. Exactly. Too. So, um, so the psychic vampire repellent mist, um, it is by Paper Crane Apothecary, and is it um, only for psychic vampires or for physical ones too? I'm not a doctor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is gem infused uh, aromatherapy, which probably just means they they crushed some fucking rocks they found in their backyard and some rose water together. All right. So next up. The price is horribly, horribly wrong. I'm okay. going to explain a product to you, and you're going to guess what price it is. Okay. And the and the oh and the closest person without going over gets the point. Uh, okay. Actually, okay. this is Hamburg lore. Nobody gets the point. Yeah, no, we um, we all lose here, including <laughs> you, the lovely listener. No, that's just figuratively. Nobody gets the point. There will be points. There will be a winner. Audrey, you can rest easy if you win. <laughs> if I win, if not, I won't sleep. Yeah. So the first item is this necklace. Okay. This necklace that I just put in the chat. Okay. This is the Devon Link necklace. Okay. Gwyneth Paltrow says, there's something about precious metals and gemstones that can feel cleansing and gold is so warm. When you wear them, there's almost a communal energy transferred back and forth. It's emotional. <laughs> this woman is a rich person and I want to die. Yeah. So I'm going to go uh, around and say uh, who should give their. I'm gonna I'm gonna call on somebody to give their estimates of U.S. dollars of how much the Devon Link necklace costs. Okay. Eight thousand American dollars. Cam, what is yours? Two thousand U.S. dollars. Okay. And Aud Audrey, you know what to do. Audrey. <laughs> this is Price is Right rules, right? Yes. Yes, Audrey. <laughs> The thing is, it is gold. Mm -hmm. The vibrator was fifteen thousand. The vibrator was fifteen thousand, but it was. This more is simply gold, a necklace. Theoretically, this is simply mm -hmm. a necklace made of gold paper clips. Does not go in your vagina, traditionally. <laughs> you know. I'm gonna go on the low end. I'm gonna say nine hundred dollars. I will give the answers all together when we are done with the three okay. things. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I want, you are I want, ripping I want, Audrey apart, just like psychically. You are the psychic vampire. I want pain. It also makes it harder to gauge the other one. Yeah, I love I love fucking with people. I think li <laughs> I think lying is lying is funny and fun to do. <laughs> I'm going. Next up, this cardigan. Okay. The Foster ribbed puff sleeve cardigan, ribbed for your pleasure. <laughs> um, Does it actually say that? No, I said that because I'm a word pervert. It's not cute. It'd be a lot cuter if it wasn't ribbed, to be honest. Um, notable here is that it's made of uh, merino wool, a wool that literally would land you the death penalty if you tried to export these sheep out of Spain back in the day. Um, Spain is the only country that was allowed to make these bleeding bitches for a long time. And this cardigan is made out of them. So... 
Pillnock, what's your guess for how much this cardigan costs? $250. $250. American. American. Great. Good, good, good distinction. Cam, so we're all clear. what yeah. you got? I'm going to go with $1,025. Audrey. I'm going to say $400. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Dying. It has too much power. Audrey right now. is dying. My heart rate right now. You look itchy. You know? <laughs> I feel itchy. You yeah. look itchy. Um, and finally, and some would say most importantly, the Yoni. This is. Oh, no. This is. Well, you know what? It's the Yoni. Oh, I know what that is. Oh, I also know what that is. The description reads, another way to approach a Kegel-like physical practice. If crystals and energy <laughs> healing are your jam, insert the egg into your vagina and feel the connection with your body Holy by shit. squeezing and releasing the egg. They are chickens in that goop coop, huh? Um, yeah. You might begin with a 10-minute session. If comfortable, build up a practice if it brings joy. How much for the yoni, which is, of course, the thing everybody knows about, the jade egg you put in your fucking cooch. <laughs> Pillnock, how much would you pay? <laughs> no, how, much do you, how much do you think it is? How because, much I pay? Because, no. yeah, yeah, it's a different question. It's just a rock I found outside. Like, um, I'm going to guess a dollar. <laughs> okay. Cam. All right, fuck you guys. <laughs> Good luck. Um, hmm. I'm going to say we're going to go with $600. And Audrey. I'm going to say $90. God, I hope it's less than $90 or I am in trouble. This is very, very interesting. Does the jade egg come with like a lasso of some sort? <laughs> Are you fucking Wonder Woman? <laughs> no, but I wish tampons do. Oh, like a string, like, or a, like maybe it, like a pull, a ripcord. Jade is slippery. That's a good point. Yeah, actually, that seems like, oh, very dangerous. You might swallow it. It's almost like this company's bad. Hey, babe, can you come fish my jade egg out of my cavernous uh, nether regions? I've heard stories of that happening just, to people with other stuff. Just spelunk in there yeah. to get this out? Sweetie, I can't get my diva cup out. <laughs> <laughs> Those do have handles. They do. So here's the deal. We have a three-way tie, so I need to do another one. Oh, no. Oh, no. So... <laughs> I get to just find an item. Mm. I'm so anxious right now. Mm. Do they sell the coffee enemas on the website? <laughs> Jesus so Christ. here's what we're gonna do. Here's a, here's here's an easy one. We have the Goop Wellness DTF um, cum pills. <laughs> Are these the ones that you can buy at the gas station? No, no. This one's from Gwyneth. Um, <laughs> oh, it actually is called DTF. Uh, yes. We're okay. not ashamed to say we wanted to help shifting our sex drive into gear. We also know that we're not alone. So they believe in aliens. <laughs> 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 um, basically, these are pills to get you into cum mode. <laughs> Great. Thanks, mate. That's my secret, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> so... 
Um, it doesn't just make you happy. It makes you horny, too. It's just full of sawdust. Look at those pills. Yeah. They look like, that's probably just, like, crushed up graham crackers. <sighs> 60 capsules. 60 capsules. Audrey, I can hear you breathing. Who? Audrey, because you're you. so close to the mic. I know. I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Audrey's really competitive. How much for sixty capsules of Goop Wellness DTF? I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just 150, 120. Cam. Cameron Ignatius Konak. Um, we're gonna do two fifty. I'm trying to think of like how much I spend on melatonin, and then if you were to like <laughs> multiply that by twenty, like <laughs> if you were to yassify the melatonin, oh, of yes. course. <laughs> because it's Price is Right rules, I'm gonna go eighty. Interesting. <laughs> I'll let you know who wins at the end of the report. This is the worst day of my life. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it any longer. Uh, the reason I said that was to just like literally. <laughs> Goat Audrey into no. kill mode. You want me to burst into the flames and get no, it on camera? No, yeah. no, no. And and you will burst into flames because you did actually win. Um, <laughs> the necklace is two thousand five hundred dollars on sale. Final clearance <laughs> for paper clips that are made of gold. Basically. Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, the Foster ribbed puff sleeve cardigan, $550, which is too much for any article of clothing. I don't give a shit what yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, the Yoni, the Jade Egg, a modest $66. They couldn't have just oh. thrown three bucks on that. <laughs> like, come on. You don't 69 an egg. Unless you're with me, maybe. <laughs> 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 and the DTF pills are actually like I know I said without going over, so I think technically you you would all lose here, but it's only fifty five dollars wow. for the sixty hmm. pills. Less than a dollar a pill. I know. Wow. Less than a dollar a bonus. What a deal! So I want to go back to the yoni, the egg, the literal, the literal fucking egg, mm -hmm. um, the literal fucking egg. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't want to come across as being sex negative uh i'm not sex negative i got tested i'm positive baby but like <laughs> e egg e egg uh, egg egg a uh, egg a uh, mm -hmm. egg with huevo a uh, egg a <laughs> uh, egg that's it that's the report uh this isn't even like some proper gentleman's kegel balls like side note my phone really did not want me to type kegel <laughs> <laughs> According to health.com, who spoke with several experts, you should steer clear of the jade egg, says a report I read. And don't worry, I will. Because um, once it's in there, it's in there forever. Yeah. It's part of you. Cage free. <laughs> Cage free. <laughs> um, like there are a couple proper sex toys on the site like that are real. But if you if you want to look, but. It, it, it all looks like overcharging middle-aged women for their first vibrator to be bad while their anesthesiologist husband is probably out cheating on them, you know? Like, <laughs> like the, the, the vibe that we talked about before of this specific customer that they're going for, yeah. mm -hmm. it's like, ooh, should I get a vibrator? Yeah. Does it take, what type of batteries does it take? <laughs> it is like exclusively aimed at women who describe everything with chocolate in it as better than sex. 
Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Right. Yeah, they buy the like yeah. wine o'clock t-shirts yes. from Target yes. and everything. Yeah. Yes. Me yeah. too, but like in a funny way. Right, exactly. You're a cool mom. <laughs> it is like straight up marketing to like weirdly like some of the saddest people on earth. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And that's what the, this perpetual illness thing is mm-hmm. is too. And like we've 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 had a lot of fun here today, but like this is really just taking advantage of people that have not had the excuse to know better. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yes. A bunch of people that like they're probably not very Internet literate, so they can't really like look up. They're like, oh, all these haters on my girl, Gwyneth, I'll buy the dildo egg. <laughs> um, I'll squeeze the egg, Gwen. <laughs> but like just hump a pillow and wait for a proper sex toy to show up from a store that doesn't also sell vampire repellent. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Especially sells vampire repellent. Or use it as lube. Mm. Make that dick catch on fire if he's an if he's a vampire. Yeah, that unholy water. Am I right, ladies? (laughs) Oh my god. Um, so yeah. Are you are you gonna circle back to the candle? Am I gonna circle back to the candle that smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina pill knock? I don't think I have anything else to say about that. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's sold Did out. Did you know that candle explodes? What? Oh yeah, like fucking galaxy smartphones on plates. Yeah, the goop candle exploded. Yeah. Wait. I, that's why I like. I kept like not talking about it because I'm like Nate's gonna hit this, no problem. Nate's got this. Google.com goop candle explode. Yeah, that candle exploded. In what way? Like there was there was moisture in it and it just Chernobyl. NBC News, May 18th, 2021 headline. Gwyneth Paltrow's goop calls lawsuit over exploding vagina scented candle frivolous. Look, I feel like I often have a responsibility to keep in line or apologize for white women. Anytime they do some bullshit, I'm called forward to speak on behalf of my community. I can't. (laughs) You're like, I can't, I can't explain I can't her can't actions. This. I cannot be your whipping boy. So apparently on their website, it advises users to not burn it for more than two hours. You have to call a doctor. Okay. But that's because apparently this person burned it for three hours and it fucking caught on fire. Like more? <laughs> the difference between two hours and three hours is not enough for it to be like their fault. Yeah. Also, who the fuck burns a candle for just like? An hour. I was going to just, I was just going to say that. I forget that yeah. I have it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll leave a candle on overnight and be like, oops, I could have died. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I'm sleep. I'm sleeping through that. I'll oh wake up God. and be like, oops, yeah. I'm on fire. <laughs> Whatever. Bye. I feel like you could do an entire like episode about coffee enemas too, because that was a thing. I don't think they sold it, but they always like recommend different treatments and like moon juice and sex dust and whatever. And what uh, sunning your taint or whatever something like that yeah mm-hmm. but it, it also like all of it is designed to be like doctors won't tell you about the benefits of this so it also just sows this distrust in like actual medicine all of these articles about like the candle exploding all like all of the people who are like coming forward with their experience with this they're just like i'll be real though it is pretty funny to say that a candle that smells like gwyneth paltrow's vagina almost burned my fucking house down yeah powerful well then like i have to wonder how many people bought the fucking vagina candles for the hell of like for the meme of it you know like Mm -hmm. who actually wants a candle that smells like vagina no no vagina is meant to like they're not meant to smell great (laughs) 
Like they're they're human parts. Yeah. I'm gay, but I'm not like like that gay. Sure. N- right. And I don't know that anybody is. I also have good news, which is there is a rose quartz egg that is fifty five dollars, which is cheaper than the jade egg. Oh, um, wow. I need to stop talking about uh, Gwyneth now. Yeah, so I need let me, you to let stop me... talking about this. <laughs> I, I don't really have a direction for this report, obviously, because I just increasingly have felt like I need to up my meds as I researched this each article i looked at linked me to some new product that broke me to my core or some fact and i didn't even know about the exploding candle yeah this was the rabbit hole to end all rabbit holes for me and no that's not the name of a product but hey it could be gwen call me um my grip my brain is now goop this concludes just a mere vertical slice of the lore on goop the snake oil peddlers by paltrow I want to die. I do, too. That's why I like when I sent you guys the thing that said the title of my report is I'm fucking losing my mind. Pilnock was like, is that the title? And I was like, honey, you got a big egg coming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the big egg is coming. All right. Hey, thanks for being on the show, uh, y'all. Um, Fuck you. Where uh, where can people find you on the Internet other than. The brand new Some Good Shows program, the MCU Thoughtcast, in podcast feeds every other Monday opposite to the video game robot show. I can be found on Twitter at Biggest Wiener. I can be found on Twitter at Littlest Wiener, um, at Ted Cruz, and also at Ted Cruz, and MCU Thoughtcast, THOT. Yeah, THOT. Check that out. We'll uh, we'll be having some kind of tweets and stuff going on about that. We'll have a channel in the Discord dedicated to this. So feel yeah. free to hop oh into the God. Discord, chat about the MCU. If if it helps frame the show a little better, I want everyone to know that Audrey went into watching these movies wanting to hate yeah. them. I don't stay sexy and don't get marveled. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, Nate. I didn't want to fall into the trap. I wanted. I want it to be free. So we'll, and then you can find out, do we fucking hate him or not? Y'all are going to like these movies is the problem. Come, come watch or come listen to my, uh, Marvel bimbofication or whatever. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Over three, I'm passing the Bechdel, but. Him talking to the bird does not count. <laughs> 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 this is the, this is our longest episode. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Hey, if you made it this far, thanks for listening. You, you know, you know, all this shit by now, it's fucking fine. Some good shows biz. That's our fucking website and check out our other podcasts there patreon.com slash some good shows if you want to support us some good shows on twitter that's where we post about pretty much all the other stupid shit that we do uh, our show art and music is by zach russell their work can be found at cavity crew they're incredible please go hire them uh, you can find me on twitter at the candy man you can find me on twitter at at victory position thanks again for listening everybody and remember everybody asks where's the goop but not how's the goop 